Salutation listeners, this is Merlin with Grinding the Mythos. I hope uh, your holiday season's going pretty good here. It's definitely that time of year here where, you know, chaos, mayhem, everything like that for shopping happens. Uh, I know mine, well, it's going pretty good. One thing I do have to say is I think we forgot a lot of the meaning of this time of year. I mean, there are 14-plus holidays that go on around now. Uh, Everybody is doing their shopping, which can be quite hectic. Now, one thing that is common for this time of year, though, especially in America, is Santa Claus. And the nice thing is the spirit that comes with Santa Claus. Um... A lot of people forget kind of what that means. I mean, he's essentially the spirit of giving. It's what generosity looks like if it was a person. And I remember one of the first times of really getting into Santa when I was younger was my favorite holiday tradition was sitting around with my family watching a movie called The Santa Claus, which was back in 1982. somewhere around there it was one of my favorite movies to watch growing up and it is it really encaptured the spirit of giving that came with that and the one thing that i did like about it is they actually touch base too on the origins of it uh for example as most people usually know you know santa claus originally at least the name derives from saint nicholas who was essentially the Bishop of Myria, and he literally gave up, like, all of his wealth, earnings, everything like that, to anyone who really needed it, so it it helped embody, like, you know, that spirit of giving. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today is, well, not St. Nicholas, but kind of Santa Claus in general, and where he comes from. Now... As I mentioned, you know, the name itself comes from St. Nicholas, which was where the origins of it comes from. Now, there's a lot, though, that also was not touched based on, such as, like, you know, the personification of him, where we got that to come from, um, the, I guess you can say the magic of it, obviously, besides the spirit of giving, um... Those are kind of left out usually in the tales themselves. And sadly enough, from what I've researched, you know, a lot of it does get drowned out by the American embodiment of Santa Claus himself. Um, On top of being like, you know, St. Nicholas, the Bishop of Myria, he actually did not carry over when they did like the, I guess, religious reformation the church itself never recognized him as an actual saint, so it's not actually a title, which, funny story, recently this year, I watched the show, the Santa Claus, Santa Claus Chronicles, something like that, um, it's on Netflix, they got part one and two, and I actually liked it because they did touch base that, you know, the saint was never actually a title of his, um, which, usually is overlooked on that but yeah he didn't actually hold the title of saint nicholas and the way he was brought over to here 
was through the Dutch, actually. They continued to celebrate St. Nicholas himself under what is called Sinterklaas, which is where we get our Santa Claus from. So it's not a direct correlation to St. Nicholas, but pretty close. Um, they came over, though, and in New York, they would still celebrate Sinterklaas Day, which falls on December 6th, which we more or less know as the St. Nicholas Day. And with that, they would go ahead and celebrate the gift-giving aspects of it, which St. Nicholas used to do things such as throw money into the windows. Now, part of the tradition of Santa Claus comes from you know, the, the going down the chimney. And that actually still does come from him in a part. Because if the windows were locked, he would actually climb the roofs and go down through the chimney to leave the money in the um, slippers, not even the stockings, the slippers of all the good children and such, which he never really had an actual list per se, but he would go ahead and deliver basically to everyone that was in need. Uh, his was more of a needing aspect rather than a good or bad aspect on it now kind of going away from the name aspect of it here you know the look of it he never really looked like santa claus does today with you know the red suit fur lined having the pointy hat and the white beard um they do say that he probably had a white beard but obviously back in that day that was a while back so they most likely don't know most of his personification technically actually comes from the Father Christmas, which most of you might recognize him from uh, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And in there, you know, Father Christmas had the fur-lined coat and the white beard and being super jolly. And that was actually a lot of where, as American culture, we took the image of Santa Claus from was the Father Christmas. Now, the red itself, I did not find really where that came from, but the pointy hat kind of actually came from a, uh, it was a, let me see here, looking through my notes. It was from an Icelandic tradition. Um, the, it was the myth basically of the Nisa, Nisa. Not sure how to really pronounce that. Basically, they were like gnomes of the Icelandic traditions here. And they all had different personalities and everything, but they did wear the pointed hats, which that's kind of where we took that piece from, from what I could gather. And it also kind of leads into where we came up with the elves for Santa Claus. Now, the white beard, Going through what I could see, they basically speculate that that came from Woden, which is Norse, well, the Germanic Norse of Odin, and he used to have, you know, the white beard persona, um, he actually had a thing come around December time frame called the Wild Hunt, in which case he would ride through the skies, and you could see it based off of the lights, essentially like the Aurora Borealis, and would ride through the sky hunting for the winter time. Now, kind of speculation on my part, but I think that might be where we get the riding the reindeer through because he would ride on a horse with the reindeer. It comes more from the Icelandic tradition, I believe it is, 
Nordic tradition of the goat. There's actually a Yule goat that would pull a sleigh. So we kind of combined those all together to create the reindeer and the sleigh. And then with the Father Christmas uh, image, we would do, you know, the jolly appearance and everything and keeping warm. Um, and then in terms of the actual, like, magic aspects of it, there's apparently, going back kind of to the chimney part with um, St. Nick going down the chimney, there's actually an Italian tradition, too, of a witch that would specifically go down chimneys to deliver gifts. And she'd fly through, deliver the gifts through the chimneys for all the good boys and girls that are out there. So I feel that that also was a part that caused that, too. Um, the Nisei, in terms of the tree tradition and the lightings and everything... I looked into it, and the Nisei themselves, they also would leave, they'd actually bring trees, set up trees, decorate them, leave gifts under the trees for the people, and then leave, and that was usually all on Christmas Eve, which was about the 24th time frame here. So it's very much an all-encompassing piece, essentially, our Santa Claus is definitely a melting pot of all these that I can see. Um, now... He does get all of his powers from belief in Christmas, which, as most movies and such represent, you know, that's kind of how he operates, is the never-seen-but-always-believing aspects of it. And that's where his magic comes from now. If you stop believing, you get into another matter. Uh, some of you most likely have seen the movie Krampus, and that actually is supposed to be how that lore goes, is when you stop believing in Christmas... Krampus comes and you're essentially punished. He was the punisher of all the bad people, um, the bad children and such. Now, the official image of Santa Claus came actually around, probably around in the 19th century, so the eh, about 1900s from what I remember. And it was actually from Coca-Cola. They were the first ones to actually give an image such as what we have nowadays of Santa Claus here. And as you know, come Christmas time, Coca-Cola still does do that, where they put the image of him on, like, their cans and such. So we do keep up that piece of it, at least here. Um, but they were definitely one of the first ones to market the look of Santa Claus. Now, kind of going through, you know, the... culmination, I guess, of Santa Claus is definitely far and wide. I actually saw that there were probably about, I want to say, seven different countries that we essentially took our stuff from. It's definitely a very interesting look into. There was a lot of work going into searching for it, so I didn't gather it all, but I highly recommend definitely looking into it because it is a interesting read, to say the least here. Um... And then, oh yeah, the name of the witch was actually Befana, which was an Italian witch that used the chimneys to deliver gifts. Um, the chimney, too, also was a considered a portal of charity and goodwill, often having, like, elves and fairies deliver stuff through there, which we also have the elves for Santa Claus here. And I, this is definitely a... a 
a lot of speculation with the research that I did, but it does seem that that's where a lot of this background comes from. Now, kind of going into Santa Claus and his residence in terms of, you know, the North Pole. There's actually, I read a lot of funny stuff about that. There is a lot of discrepancies as to where he actually lives at. Canada apparently actually has a postal area that he falls into, but it's more like in the Toronto area, if I remember correctly, that he resided in, and they actually receive can receive posts there. Um, each country, basically, for Santa Claus has, like, their own specific housing area that they all live in, so it's a wide area for it. Um, and I definitely know that this is a lot of rambling, that's why I do highly recommend looking more into Santa. It is a very broad research, but essentially that's where it comes from. And, you know, kind of going back to the original point that I had, the Santa Claus himself, like, he's supposed to be the representation of spirit of giving. And I think with the holiday seasons, we do definitely mistake that a lot. Another one of my favorite things growing up is my parents, they actually had, uh, I don't know if there's many stores of it, but Hobby Lobby. They went to a Hobby Lobby one time and bought a wooden horse that just had simple metal, like basically hammered onto it, nailed onto it. And they would, they wrapped him up in like a, kind of like one of the, that cheap brown paper. They wrapped him up in that and then tied it with just a simple hemp yarn that was wrapped around and tied into a bow and left it under the tree saying it was from Santa Claus. And that definitely helped a lot in terms of the spirit of giving there. Because um, I thought it was actually for Santa Claus for quite some time until I'd say probably 11 or 12. They gave it to me when I was like 8. And it was the greatest thing ever. I had all the belief in the world about Santa Claus at that moment. Uh, so it's definitely highly into the spirit of the belief and, you know, he's, as most myths are, it's all based off of the belief of it. And I think if you remember where Santa Claus comes from, like St. Nicholas, the spirit of giving aspects, you know, it definitely makes the holiday a lot different researching into this. I can definitely say that my spirit of the holidays is definitely revitalized, at least for now. And that's kind of why I wanted to share with you, you know, kind of the background here, as quick as it was, of Santa Claus. So that way they, you know, you could enjoy the holidays as well with that spirit of giving remembrance here. Um, so yeah, if you end up looking more into it and you want to share some of what you also found, I do definitely have a Facebook under Grinding the Mythos. It's a group. Um, feel free to join. We'd be more than happy to get that. I'll also, the group obviously is for the podcast altogether, so we'll also discuss other things in there, uh, suggestions as to upcoming shows. I also do have uh, a Patreon out there if you just feel like supporting. But you definitely check that out too. It's under Grinding the Mythos as well. But otherwise, you know, definitely drop us, drop me the information that you find of Santa Claus because for this time of year specifically it's really great and you know december 6th with saint nicholas we do have christmas coming up here i know right now we have you know like hanukkah coming up here um all sorts of holidays at this time so it's definitely a good thing to kind of just spread the moment of cheer and joy for all 
all holidays going through. And I like to hear about all the traditions that do go out there, as I do enjoy those. Um, but I look forward to hearing or having you guys here for the next episode. And talk to you uh, next week. All right. That's it. And I'll see you on the next level. Bye now.